When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, well, it's the top of hour number two here. We're going to do a little mock draft here. And I just, uh, Matt, yeah, I, I like your talking. idea here. Um, we got three shows this week. Yep. Monday, Wednesday, then Friday. Then Combine all of a sudden. Yeah, then the Combine's right. here. So my thought is to we're going to do mock drafts to start off the second hour of each one of these shows this week. Today's show, we will do no trades. Okay. Pick them straight, straight draft. up. Let's, let's do it. Wednesday's trade, we get one, or Wednesday's draft, we get one trade. So, Whether that be a first round trade, second round trade, yeah, somewhere yeah. along we'll the way, make we, get, count, we get to know, make right. a trade. Okay. Friday, we'll go We'll go trade crazy. Trade crazy. We'll just acquire picks and, and do everything we can do. And, I like it. And see how it works out. Yep. And I don't know how much mocking we'll do. In I'll Indy. save all three of them, and Friday we'll go over each one of them and okay. see which one we yeah, like the best. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I think even as we get further in the process, we should say, hypothetically, they signed a corner and a linebacker. So you already have two, you know. We don't have much time to get hypothetical here because free agency right, starts be, in like two weeks. Pretty <laughs> quite, right, yeah. And again, Indy's so busy, and we have so many guests. I don't know if we'll be mocking much from Indy or not. Right, or yeah. Who even will be with on the air. So we'll see. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. So we get zero. In no this trades one. here. We got to just make the picks. Okay. Boom. All right. Uh, it is rolling. We're on the Pro Football Focus draft. They've, they've oh, you changed up their things, right? They they've changed up some of their rankings here a little bit, so it's a, it's interesting now. I think they do it like once or twice a month or whatever, where they yeah. kind of wholesale change it. You yeah, know, I did some over the weekend. I'm like, ooh, that guy's never here in the second round. And right, uh, or usually I can nail this guy. Yeah, you start to fall into habits. Yeah, and that's that's why it's good. All right, so the picks ahead of us. Wow, there's some crazy picks ahead of us here. Uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Malik Neighbors at three. I've heard a couple people. Kuiper was on. I was listening to his podcast this morning saying people in the league have said Harrison is not slam dunk 100% wide receiver one on every board. I t- find that hard to believe. I do, too. That, that's, yeah. But neighbors in Rome are that good. Well, I texted you the, earlier today yeah. uh, about that Patriots pick. I'm like, is it crazy to think that they would just take the receiver that they like the best and then send their second-round yeah. pick to, to Chicago for Justin Fields? Or... You could even be the Levis team at the top of round two, right. and Knicks or Penix or move back into round one. Well, I mean, if it's just a, if fields. it's just a straight two, yeah, you just do Fields. And if you're Chicago, that's probably the best. That's pick the you best could you're going to get. Is yeah, that early nobody's going to give you a first. No, and then you pair them with Harrison. It's not too bad, right? Yeah. I mean, what's the chances the Patriots adore three quarterbacks? Probably well, slim enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're not going to teams just don't look at it like we'll just be happy with whatever quarterback falls to us. No, you won't. Uh, Brock Joe Alt goes four, Brock Bowers five. Quarterback sliding here. So is Marvin Harrison gonna be on the board at twenty? Marvin Harrison six. <laughs> okay, I think that's a little crazy, but fair Cooper DeGene seven. Wow, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but someone was asking me about DeGene. I said my post combine prediction is you are going to see him as first defensive player off the board regularly two weeks from now. Pretty good. Yeah, he's gonna go bonkers. I've been there. infatuated with him since. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I think know. we're going to laugh at our October of last yeah, year. Yeah, 
Roma Dunes, Dunes mm-hmm. at eight. Byron Murphy at nine. That's as high as I've seen wow. him. He's supposed to be a combine freak too. Yeah. Uh, Fashanu at ten. Wow. Terry, pretty early. Yeah. Terry, Terry and Arnold at eleven. Okay. Nate Wiggins at twelve. Wow. That's All these a, corners, I thought the Steelers might have a crack at. Three corners right. in the first twelve. Quinian Mitchell at thirteen. Wow. Four corners in the first thirteen. Okay. Uh, Talisi Fawaga. Real quick, 14. I did my not my top twenty list. I mean, how I'd pick them as the Steelers, but I said I did a podcast today of who would I be happy with at twenty, and those were the only four corners. And I thought, and I even said in the podcast, like one will be there, not on this one, way this yeah. one, right? Uh, Dallas Turner at fifteen. Good. We're happy Lay two at sixteen. Okay. Jackson Powers Johnson at seventeen. I think that's. I'm giving them like fifty percent chance of even getting to twenty now, especially with Miami's holes. We yeah. talked about that in like an hour ago. Uh, Jared Versey at eighteen. Is Miami seventeen? Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Oh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They're, the, they're the two landing spots are scary. Jaden Daniels at nineteen. Oh wow! I forgot he was not even up there. <laughs> what pick is that? what team is that? The Rams. Yeah. There's no way he gets twenty. Yeah. All right. So at twenty. Wow. We're on the board. We're on the clock, I should say. There's not a corner I like. There's not a corner I like. Latham stands out. I would say there's tackles I like. Yeah. Guyton was was a name, and Mims. Latham's, and Latham's Latham. there. Mims yeah. is there. Um, Grant Barton might be. I, yeah. You know, if you don't fill the center need in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I could take him at 20. David, I, mean, I think it's a discussion. David and Jeremiah came out with his top 50 list today. He has Barton ahead of Jackson Powers Johnson. Does he really? Not much ahead of him, but ahead of him. Yeah. No, I think it's a discussion, and it's worthy of one. I'd have a hard time taking him over the tackles, though. Yeah. Especially knowing what I know right this minute. Anyone else in competition? Uh, I'm just looking here. Uh, Enos Rakestraw is there. Tyler Guyton is there. Uh, Newbin. A name I think I'm not ready to say, yes, I would take him at 20, but I could be convinced, is the receiver from LSU, Thomas. But yeah, I just don't available. think it's a big enough need, I mean, for yeah. the Steelers and all that. But if they do make a lot of free agent moves or whatever, maybe I would be convinced then. But it's a deep receiver draft, too. Yeah. So I'm not lobbying for that. I, just want I to mean, put to that me, Latham stands out. I like him better than Mims. I like him better than Guyton. I don't have an order of those three yet, but... I'm here. I'm with you. I, I very much I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Do just, it. Yeah. I just think he's pro ready and plug and play. The other two guys are less experienced. Mm-hmm. Very um, much so. You know, I, th- I just think he come out of that better. All right. So now we're up at 52. The picks right ahead of us. Jermaine Burton, the wide receiver out of Alabama, goes to the Giants. Wow, that's early too. If, well, if, if I said David Justin. Yeah, yeah. At 48, Kingsley Suamataya. Hmm. At 49, Chop Robinson. Wow. At 50, Jalen Polk. At 51, Mike Sanistrill. Okay. None of those we blew me away. Him, we yeah. were getting him yeah, yeah. later. Not, not happening anymore. So the top players available, Roman Wilson. Edger, we've, we've seemed to have been falling into him in the second round, and I don't have a problem with it. Edgerin Cooper. Wow. That's intriguing. That's intriguing. Javon Bullard, Jaden Hicks. Kyrie Jackson has moved all the way up wow. in their rankings. Like he's not going to be there in the third round. No, he's not going to be there. We get, we're getting him in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Jenkins, Jonathan Brooks, Kalen Bullock, Ricky Pearsaw. Chris uh, Jenkins is growing on me more and more. The Yale, I, didn't, I didn't realize how, phys- or how freaky he was athletically. Yeah, oh yeah. He's yeah. 
the Yale uh, offensive tackle, Jalen okay. McMillan, Christian Haynes, Junior Colson. There was the first two names were really intriguing, Wilson and the A M linebacker. Wilson and Cooper, yeah. What what are the corners available though? I mean uh, let's see here. I just don't love waiting to I mean, the third round for a was corner. Kyrie been... Jackson, uh Jerrion Jones, Cam Hart, Chris Abrams, Drain, and Andrew Phillips. I don't think any of them are worth the pick. Bernardo Green, Jarvis there. Brownlee. But those guys are going to go by the third round. They may not. And a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Teams above us have taken it. The corners have They've gone, gone bad. Like crazy. You're right. There's a lot off the board. Are they going to double down on it? Probably not. One or two of those guys will be gone. We'll probably get one of those guys with mm-hmm. our third pick. I don't want to take one now. I'm not saying yeah. that. I mean, I would definitely rather have Wilson or Cooper than any of those corners. But if there's a run on corners, that's that's one thing I don't love, you know, that's, that's happened in this particular. I time. know we haven't done it a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I, Cooper's kind of growing on me a little Cooper's bit. Cooper's kind of growing on me, too. He covers a lot of ground. He's really good in coverage. He's got length. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Do I mean, it. I, it would be between him and Col- uh, him and Colson. Yeah, I think Cooper. I and prefer. what are you looking for? You know, do you want the run, the the, the downhill mm-hmm. kind of run stopper mm-hmm. guy? Do you want the guy who covers a lot of ground? I think I prefer Cooper. Yeah, I do too. But I like both players. Yeah, Cooper's Let's the pick. Do it. Okay, we haven't gone linebacker a whole. All right, no. we're back up here now. So, the right tackle and linebacker, eighty-four. Top players available: Jalen Wright, the running back out of Tennessee. Nah. Jeremiah Trotter. We already took nah, him. Too bad. Right. Christian Mahogany. Guard out of uh, Boston College. I think he's center as well, but yeah, uh, Jerry and Jones, the cornerback out of Florida State. Hmm, okay, he's interesting. I'd be interested in a corner here for sure. If... Cedric Van Pran. That's not bad. Uh, Blake Corum, Marshawn yeah. Neeland. Uh, he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, I just don't think he's a need. Uh, Mason McCormick, guard out of uh, South Dakota State. Cam Hart still there? Yeah, Cam Hart would be nice. Yeah, uh, uh, Javon Solomon, edge rusher out of Troy. Sione Vacky. The safety mm. out of Utah, Chris Abrams Drain out of Missouri, Michael Hall, Andrew Phillips, Marist Leafahu, uh, but we already took our inside linebacker. The two I like best are safety from Utah, uh, Vi Kai, and the Notre Dame Cornerback. corner. Corners are harder to find. They are. He sure fits he's, the sealer he's mold. Got the too. size, yeah. yeah. Side note: We were. Recording some stuff at the Steeler facility, and I was walking out. I walked out a little ahead of you. Trice was down there, and I walked He's, right past I, him. I, saw, I haven't I, seen him in a while. I was like, up, whoa. You, you were up ahead of me as yeah. I was doing that. I'm like, uh, I bet he didn't realize how tall Trice is. I mean, I've seen him in person before, but it's been a while. But when you walk past him, it's like, good Lord. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Globetrotters were in town or something, you know. Anyway, um, do you have a preference of the safety versus the outside corner, or is there any other names there doing jumping jacks about? Um, I mean, depending on what happens in free agency, Mahogany or Van Pram would be mm-hmm. somewhat interesting for it. But, yeah, yeah, I thought about them as well. Um, you know, you're probably going to not – if you don't take a, a center here, you're not getting one. I would say you probably aren't, right. You probably aren't going to take one. Um, and that's – I mean, for our exercise – they don't have a set. I mean, like they didn't yeah. sign one. They know, haven't signed. Right, right, right. We don't. We don't know those answers. I'd probably go Van Pran over of the two. But mahogany is a power. I mean, you add Latham and Mahogany. They, yeah. They're probably the two. They might be the two bench press champions. They by might the way. be. They're like the two strongest dudes in this draft. So Mahogany, he didn't play in twenty twenty two, but he's played his most snaps have been at right guard. Yeah. 
Um, if you make that move, are you moving James Daniels potentially? I thought Mahogany also had center background or some are looking him there, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I think they may have just been looking at him. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, I think I would take Van Pran over him then. What's your feeling here? Let's take a look at the cornerback class again and see yeah. if, if we think somebody's going to make it down to – again, there was, I mean, a huge run on corners in this There was. Uh, so Jerry and Jones is there. Cam Hart is there. Chris Abrams Drain is there. And Andrew Phillips. Renardo Green, the other Florida State uh, cornerback. Jarvis Brownlee out of Louisville. Yeah, I kind of like him. Max Melton out of Rutgers. I like Melton, too. Yeah. I mean, the- one of those guys might be there in the fourth. Kalen King out of uh, Penn State. Okay. I know he's fallen, but if you take him in the fourth. It's yeah. Like... Uh, you got DJ James, Kalen Carson, Chow Smith-Wade, Josh Newton. There's, there's, there's some, some guys. There's some pretty yeah. good names there. Um, I'm very high on Vikai. Very intrigued yeah. with him. I know they're different positions, but we did just address middle of the field defense. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe the center. Right, take the center. So Van Pran it is. I guess, yeah. All right. Van Pran it is. It's not a real sexy pick, but, you know. No, not, it's not. Okay, we're up here now at... Back-to-back fours. Back-to-back fours. Top players available. Max Melton. Ooh. Tyke Smith. Muhammad Kamara, edge rusher out of Colorado State. Braylon Allen, halfback out of Wisconsin. McKinley Jackson, uh, de- uh, defensive lineman out of Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. Jordan uh, Travis. It's interesting. From yeah, yeah. Florida State. Um, I feel like if we don't go wide receiver with one of these picks, we're probably same with corner. Yeah, like I feel like Melton is screaming to go in one of these two picks. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. Kalen King is also still there. This guy's kind of interesting. Uh, Logan Lee out of Iowa. Mm, I don't know much about him. Yeah. Um, what position? Defensive tackle, mm. six five two ninety one. So he's big enough to ride the ride. Yeah, yeah, is what you're looking for. That Iowa defense was nasty last year. Very nasty. It's you know he's gonna be well coached. You know he's yeah. gonna be tough. You um, just know that. I know nothing about the guy. I didn't know yeah. his name, but I know those things. Not a huge sack numbers there. Um, five the last two seasons, but he's an interior defensive lineman. That doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily bother me. And he plays in the Big Ten. Yeah. How much do they actually throw the football? Um, I wouldn't have any problems fighting you on. Him and Melton right here. His run defense grade. Real good. Yeah. Tough guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, Real quick, I mean, I think that's a great option. What receivers are out there? Let's take a look at you it. You might just not get one. You might not get one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're looking at Cornelius Johnson out of Michigan, Malik Washington out of Virginia. He's tiny. Yeah. Interesting player, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark uh, Marcus Rosemary or Rosemary uh, Jack Saint out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Taj Washington at a USC, Isaiah Williams, Luke McCaffrey, Casey Washington from Illinois, uh, DeCorian Clark out of UTSA, Marcus Harris from Kent State. It, it's pretty, Central Florida kids long gone, I assume. It's pretty picked over. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I think we go Melton and your and Lee. Okay, so Melton. Yeah. Melton's a tough guy, too. Yeah. That Rutgers defense was pretty good last oh, year, too. Oh, yeah. They have they, that. They kind of have that reputation. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to go with defensive tackle? I'm fine with Lee. The other one is Christian Boyd out of. Uh, is he like a Northern went, Iowa? Yeah, or Northern Iowa like is another one. He's. He also like fits the profile. Huh? Yeah. He's like 6'3, 315. Okay. Like he's a little bit bigger body guy. Um, obviously a small school guy that uh, 
I'm sure he was dominant there. Didn't three sacks last year? Mm. You'd like to see more from a guy at Northern Iowa. It was, you're going to take that high. Um, where's he at here? I got to find him. Logan Lee. You go with Lee. Yeah, let's let's take him. We well, it's a name to know. Yeah, I bet he's tough and physical and in shape and you know. Okay, we are up now at 198. Receivers are going to be slim. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll read them off here for you. Yeah. Uh, so you got uh, Joshua Cephas out of UTSA, David White out of Western Carolina, Jordan Whittington out of uh, Texas, Dominic Lovett out of Georgia, Zachary Franklin out of Mississippi, Byron Nesbitt from North Carolina. I'm just not interested in any of that. No, I say none of those names are doing anything for me. How about a safety? You got uh, Jalen Green from Mississippi State. Let me see here. Omar Brown from Nebraska, Trey Taylor from Air Force, Dominic Hampton from Washington, Tyler Owens from Texas Tech, uh, Kenny Logan out of Kansas, uh, Josh Proctor from Ohio State. We're getting the neighborhood right on them, a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm just taking a look here. Mm-hmm. Well, Green didn't play at all last year, so that's hmm, – that doesn't – Maybe it's for the only region still there. Yeah. Um, Omar Brown – yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I think we're done on O line. We didn't get a receiver and didn't like any of the receivers. Yeah, yeah. If there was a true nickel corner, I'd be interested. But the safety slash corner let's, market wasn't. Let's take great. a look at the corners. Johnny Dixon is there out of Penn State. Mm, okay. Josh Wallace out of uh, Michigan. Daquan Hardy out of Penn State. Miles Harden from uh, South Dakota. I think. No, he's he's a bigger guy. I thought he played some slot. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he played some. Special teams. We're outside. Find a slot guy now. Yeah. Uh, this is where it gets tough. There's not a quarterback of note. I bet. Uh, Tagovailoa is there. Yeah, it's not horrible. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Any best availables doing anything for you? Happen to be a tight end you love? Uh, Jalen a... Green is the best available out of Mississippi State. Um, I think. Yeah, he's a six-one, two hundred pound safety. Um, that would be fine. He did do some slot work. I mean, I don't know enough about him, but 160, if he's... 160 in the slot last year, uh, 222 deep, 301 in the box. Okay. Um, well, the fact that, I mean, it's kind of cheating, but the fact that he's their best available and we need the safety kind of adds up to me. Yeah. You know? uh, I'm just looking here to see. You said he didn't play much last year, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Javian Cohen's there. Huh. He's not bad. No, he's not. And when in doubt, add another lineman, you know. Take another lineman. Tyron Hopper's there, the linebacker to Missouri. Yeah, we drafted one, but Yeah. Um Yeah, nothing nobody jumping out there at me. This part of the draft seems rough this year. Jalen Ford's available. He shouldn't be available. No, he shouldn't be. Where he took a linebacker. Yeah, I don't know if you have room for him. Um do we take the safety? I think you take the safety. Okay. Jalen Green it is. Yeah, I don't know enough about him, but right. I'll have to find out some stuff. Okay. We are up now at 238. Uh, the best available, Isaiah Davis, the running back out of South Dakota State. Donovan Jennings, a tackle from USF. Tip Ryman, tight end out of Illinois. Uh, Tagovailoa. I'm interested in Tagovailoa. Uh, you got Darius Masau, linebacker from UCLA. Raheem Ali, or Rasheen Ali, I should say, the running back from Marshall. Trey Knox, the tight end from South Carolina. 
Traven Wallace. Now, Traven Wallace, when I believe it was Field Yates, no, it wasn't Field Yates. It was Chad Reuter on NFL.com. Uh, had the Steelers taking Traven Wallace in the first round. In the first round. In the first round of his mock draft. <laughs> Here he is, still available still in the seventh round. Now, that doesn't mean either one of them are right. One's right or wrong. But it's it's probably somewhere in the middle. I'll still bet he's not going in the first round. I bet he's not going in the first round. You're right. We he probably won't go in the seventh round, but yeah, on. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just—I just mentioned that. Yeah, it's, it just it's, struck me because <laughs> we remember when we saw it. We're like, "What?" I'm fine taking Tagovailoa. Yeah, right? yeah. Why not? No, I think that's we're going to take four to camp. You're going to take four to camp. He, he's probably going to be the three, right? I mean, if you're using the pick on him now, right? All right, Tagovailoa. It is. Nope, you don't. Let's see how we do. All right, we got a B plus for taking J.C. Latham in the first round, and A minus for Edgerin Cooper in the second round. A little shocked you still there. A B plus for Cedric Van Pran in round three. I don't love it, but it's a quality pick, and he would probably play a lot. An A for Max Melton. Nice to pick one twenty. Uh, we got a C minus for Logan Lee because they had him ranked one thirty seven. We took him at one twenty one. Mm. I don't care about that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jalen Green, because he was the best player available. Of course, we get an A for that. Yeah, they probably like that. And we got a C-plus for Tagovailoa. Uh, So, overall, we got a B-plus. Okay. So, let's save that because we're going to compare it to the – it'll probably be our least favorite because we couldn't trade at all. But we were (laughs) – it wasn't like we were unhappy to take Latham, though, either. No. In the first round, right. I mean, I think you you got some potential starters there. I think Latham starts immediately. Yeah. Van Pran might. You know, so – you added two linemen from huge schools. Edgerin Cooper's probably in your mix somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would you think know. he's by midseason should be the starter. Yeah, or playing a lot. Yeah, help your special teams a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, you got some dudes there. Safety, linebacker, corners. You know. Yeah. All right. I'm so, cool with it. That was today's mock draft. We'll come back on Wednesday. We're allowed to make one trade. One trade. We got to be very cognizant of what how yep. we use it. Okay. We'll, we'll get to our first round pick and the, the, no trade offers. The, <laughs> This first round, though, is a little different. I mean, they, it they definitely have mixed things up in yeah. terms of their rankings and those type of things. So, that'll be fun. The run on corners was surprising. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm liking this corner crop more and more. Yeah. The, to none push of the ones down I liked were there. The offensive, for the corners to push the offensive tackles down. Right. right, right it's right. kind of surprising. It's three or four tackles we liked. None, yeah. none of the corners we Usually liked. Usually, it's, it's flip-flopped a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That's see. A, maybe that's changing. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyways, we're going to get to a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, I, I made mention of uh, Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 rankings. He mm-hmm. released that today. Updated. Uh, Let's roll. 1.0. Uh, let's take a look here. I think he, he uh, has some different opinions on some guys. Oh, yeah. Here. I yeah. mean, he'll be the first to tell you. I mean, he's, these are all incomplete grades. He's still watching. Yeah. He's still learning. We, you know, we have got testing and official heights and weights on some of them and all those type of things, too. Yeah. Um, interesting. So it's on NFL.com. The interesting thing here is if you click on the player's name, mm-hmm. you can go and see Lance Zierlein's write-ups. Oh, they're out there now, too? They're out there. They're always so hard to find, But too. if you go to this to their draft site and try to find a lot, everything's still last year stuff. So the only guys you can Ugh. look at are these top 50. NFL, I love you, but your website is brutal. Awful that way. <laughs> brutal. Like, I just had to—I I, I looked at DJ's 
top 50 earlier. It was mm-hmm. on the front page of the NFL.com website. If it's not there, you can't find it. And then it disappeared. <laughs> I just <laughs> you, went back to find it during the break. one I'm second like, before we hit record. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to Google Daniel Jeremiah top 50 to find it. Yeah. You had to know it was there to know it was there. And I love the Zerline stuff. I didn't know it was there. I never clicked on the players' names, you know. Yeah. I, that, that should be like... On the front page all think. the time. Uh, the poor think. guy does like 500 write-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so he is Caleb Williams, number one. Cap. The comp on this, though, I, I clicked and looked at some of these earlier. The comp. Who do you think the comp is for Caleb Williams? Well, I was actually going to say something along those lines because Derek Clawson for the 33rd team today. Oh, no, he actually put this on reception perception. He did a write-up on Caleb Williams for the first time. Compared them to Kyler Murray. That's the comp here, Is it? Too. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, he kind of said, probably a multiple pro bowler, Kyler Murray type, has a hard time seeing the middle of the field because he's short, not quite as athletic as Kyler, but yeah. a playmaker, obviously. But I think people want to hear Mahomes. Right. But that, that's was, That was some of the early comps. Well, yeah. He's like, Mahomes? No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things about comps. I always make this joke. Who's remind you of? Oh, Lawrence Taylor, Jim Brown. You know, like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> uh, he is, at number two, he has Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I, I don't believe, with all respect to neighbors and Rome and those guys, Harrison's might be the best player in this draft. At three, he has Roma Dunze. Okay. I know he likes Rome better than neighbors. Yeah. Four is Drake May. Get it. Five is Jaden Daniels. Okay. I don't see him falling like the mock we talked no, about. No, that would be crazy. Maybe he doesn't go third, but he won't go sixth. Six is Terry and Arnold. Wow. I'm pretty impressed. He's tough. He's big. He's good in man. I think he's noticeably better than Kool-Aid. Seven is Malik Neighbors. Okay. Okay. Eight is Brock Bowers. Yep. Not for everyone, probably, but... In a generic list, he has to be high. Nine is Joe Alt. Probably the lowest you'll see him, but that's I'm sure that's not a slight. Those right. guys ahead of him are pretty strong. Yeah. Ten is Dallas Turner. Hmm. Okay. This is interesting. At 11, he has Talisi Fuaga, the offensive tackle from hmm. Oregon State. I remember watching the Senior Bowl while DJ was you know, uh, broadcasting it, saying, I'm just going to keep moving him up. I'm just going to keep moving him up. But he's ahead of the Penn State dude. Yeah. Wow. That is what's interesting because yeah. Fashanu is in at 12. Okay, okay. I would say, but, but he doesn't fall too far. That's yeah, well, pretty late. Is that out of sight, out of mind, or is that, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. At 13, the guy we just got in the first round, J.C. Latham. Okay, interesting. Right after those other three guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a beast. I think he's good. Yeah, yeah I he's really good. I think he's a crusher. Uh, at 14 is Versi, the uh, edge rusher out of Florida State. Okay, I haven't watched the... the the edge guys a lot. I You're right. I mean, I'm, I read about them a little bit, but I can't decipher them heavily. 15 is Brian Thomas. I'm a believer. I don't think he'll be a stealer, but I'm a believer. Yeah. 16 is Troy Fatanu. Okay. I get it. 17 is Tyler Guyton. Yeah. There's a lot of good tackles in this class. 18 is Armarius Mims. Yeah. Uh, those <laughs> That's two are five good. in the top 18. Which is exactly the opposite of what happened in our mock draft. With how it went, yeah. So those last two, I'm not saying they're going to rise up boards because the people ahead of them are great, but they're going to be hard to miss it in Indy. Yeah. <laughs> in spandex and the way they look. You know, Mims and Guyton are freaky. Yeah. Uh, at 19, Quinion Mitchell. Yeah. So that's it his seems, number two corner. That seems to be status quo pretty much on him. 20 
is the guy we just got in the second round, Edger and Cooper. Wow. I was shocked when his first top 50, how high he had him, and now he's even higher. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, 21 is Leitu out of uh, UCLA. Okay. Medicals will be big for him, of course. 22, Byron Murphy. I get it. I can he see him be, well. being drafted. The defensive high. tackles go before higher than what you usually think. Yeah, especially in a shallow class. You better yeah. get him now or you don't get him at all, and he's going to test really well. 23 is Bo Nix. It's not it for me. It doesn't really psych yeah. me up, but, yeah, he's probably a solid starter. Uh, 24, Enos Rakestraw. Excited to see him at the combine and stuff, too. I don't know how much he'll do. Yeah, the 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 question with him is: Is he going to run well? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a four-five-five guy? Like I don't have him as someone I'm comfortable with at twenty yet. But he's but, tough and he's yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just I just don't know enough. Uh, Twenty-five, Chop Robinson. He fell pretty far in our mock last segment too. Yeah. Twenty-six. This is kind of surprising. Devontae Walker. Really? I mean, the Senior Bowl was ugly for him, but if you can overlook that and just say, "Boy, he had a bad week." He had a really bad week. He had a really week. bad week. I mean, but it was catching the ball stuff. You know, yeah. Was, you know, that seems early, though. I mean, that's ahead of the Florida State, dude. That's yeah, yeah. Of, you know, I mean, yeah, a lot of good receivers. Uh, 27, J.J. McCarthy. I think he's going to go early. I really do. I think you'd be happy about that. I'm not in love with him at all. Yeah. He says, I see some similarities to Alex Smith coming out of college. Mm. I mean, Smith yeah. was the first pick in the draft, but yeah. he's a low-ceiling guy. 28, Jerzon Newton. Okay. Again, probably not for the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, you play one of those two. If, if you take one of those two defensive tackles, if mm-hmm. you're the Steelers, now you're moving Keanu Benton to the defensive end. Yeah, but neither one would be a nose-nose. Uh, yeah, they'd, you know they'd be more of a Javon Hargrave type nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just penetrate and get up the field. I mean, you just put good players out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? 29, Cooper DeGene. <coughs> Seems late, but he hasn't done anything lately. But that shouldn't matter. Shouldn't. I'm, I don't. I wouldn't take twenty eight guys out of him. I would not. Thirty. Nate Wiggins. Another one seems a little low, but okay. Thirty one. Jordan Morgan out of Arizona, the wow. offensive tackle. Seems a little early for me, but I get it. Thirty two. Darius Robinson, the defensive tackle out of Missouri. Okay. I, I mentioned a Kuiper thing. I was listening to thinks he's a surefire first rounder. He he looks the part. He sure seems like he it. He looks yeah. the part. Uh, Thirty-three, Graham Barton out of Duke. What's not to like? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, he's another one. It's like I don't see negatives. Thirty-four, Adonny Mitchell, the Texas wide receiver. Okay, a lot of receivers in this neighborhood. Probably yeah. thirty-five, Jackson Powers Johnson. Mm, you, you mentioned earlier that Barton was ahead of JPJ, which not much, but not he's much. Still ahead. But yeah, that's yeah. significant. Uh, 36, Kool-Aid McKinstry. He doesn't blow my doors off. I don't see special traits there. Yeah. 37, Zach Frazier. Really? Wow, three centers. The three centers are all within like four okay. picks of each other. Okay. Um, that's why you're, you may get one in round two, you might not. Yeah, I say, I don't love banking on round two to get a difference-making center. Yeah. 38, Keon Coleman. Okay. Everyone's real curious what he how he runs. He'll jump out of the gym. I know no, that. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thirty nine. Troy Franklin. Okay. He won't have a problem running. He will not have a problem running. Uh, Forty. Michael Penix Jr. Okay. Surprised he's that much different than Nick's. 
but I think it's just kind of you like the injury stuff. I think might you know, push I mean, him down a little bit. What's that? The injury stuff might push him uh, down. Could a push him yeah. down a lot. Yeah. Uh, Forty-one, Jatavian Sanders, the tight end out of Texas. Yeah. Forty-two, Kamari Lassiter, cornerback out of Georgia. You wonder if a guy like that could be there in the second round. Maybe. Maybe. You yeah. Know, maybe. And he could be your nickel. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be thrilled with him in the first, though. No, I wouldn't yeah. either. Uh, 43, Xavier Worthy, the other Texas wide receiver. Yeah, he's an interesting player. 44, Lad McConkey, wide okay. receiver out of Georgia. Well, it would be hard to rank this neighborhood of receivers. Oh, they're all yeah, different sizes. They're all sizes different sizes and, and shapes. shapes yeah, and... right. 45, Junior Colson. So that's his second linebacker, that's his second but linebacker. they're both in the top 50. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 46, Chris Braswell, the other Alabama edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Another really good tester type. 47, Peyton Wilson, the linebacker wow. of NC State. So he's got now three of he's them. Got three in the top 47. Wow. I mean, we've I know the answer, but we've cons- considered and pulled the trigger on linebacker in round two. You know? Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. Uh, 48, Tavondre Sweat. Probably slipping a little. Uh, I He's not for everyone either, but he yeah. does what he does well. Yeah. 49, Marshawn Neeland out of okay. Western Michigan. Another quality player, yeah. yeah. And then his 50th player is Malachi Corley, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan. I'd consider him Western Kentucky, yeah. Western Kentucky. Western Michigan, Western Kentucky, right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> On the map, too. <laughs> I'd consider him in the second round, though. Yeah. Uh, so... I like this top of the board. I mean, all the tackles, all the receivers, all the corners. Center's a conundrum for me. I it mean, is. It really is. I mean, part of me says go give money to Cushenberry and not try to play that center roulette, you know, so you can, can take tackles and corners and stuff. But some of me's like, boy, there's three centers in this class that are awesome. you got to get one. Yeah, you, It'd be great to get one, you know. Yeah. That, that, that part's boggling my mind. But if you don't get him in the first round, you might not get him. You might not get him, right? Yeah. You want to trade up for a center in the by second then, round? By then, free agency's over. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I might just take the bird in the hand and sign one. Yeah. No, I hear you. So that that is uh, Daniel Jeremiah's That's top a lot different 50. than it was. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, got some different views on that stuff. So mm-hmm. we're going to get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And Matt, we've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. But it keeps getting thrown out there that the Steelers are somehow desperate at quarterback. Right, right. Um, like, I, Warren Sharp put out a thing the other day. I saw it. I thought it was a little harsh. <laughs> you know, you've been messing around with these, you know, these young quarterbacks for years and it's not going like. Did they not make the playoffs last year? Right, right. I mentioned earlier their Super Bowl odds are really, really low, and I'm sure people are waiting for like the other shoe to drop in terms of quarterbacks. And but I'm still like the same as the Raiders. You know, like yeah, this I, team I, wins I, I, games. I just don't get it. Yeah, and yet people are quick. Like so, uh, uh, and they're going to make quarterback moves. We know right. that there's only one on the team. Uh, NFL.com had their teams who were poised. Uh, it, it's. Super Bowl windows. Okay. And the teams who have, they, they list eight teams whose Super Bowl windows are open right now. Kansas City, for obvious reasons. Sure. Detroit. Baltimore. Okay. Dallas. 
San Francisco. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, Super Green Bowl's Bay, a big word for them. And the Jets. First of all, the Bengals aren't on there. Yeah. The Bengals are pretty high in terms of win-loss. How about and the, Cleveland is. How about the Eagles? I mean, I know they finished terribly, but if they get better coaching on both sides of the ball. and Jets are interesting because I kind of see it. I mean, like, there's yeah. a huge elephant in the room with the Jets is if Rodgers is Rodgers with that defense, you should be able to compete. But, Strangely, like, but yeah, I mean, but they were one of the worst teams in the league this last year. I mean, they were not and good. He's forty, and he's forty, <laughs> and he's coming off an injury, and there's not a ton around him. Like Miami's not on that list. Miami's but, not on the list, and I don't have a problem with that. I'm not sure Cleveland should be. Cleveland, sh- Deshaun Watson, the story came out. He's going to start throwing the football again in March. No, oh, wow, I didn't realize he was that far, that far off. Still, yeah, I, mean, I figured he was would have played right now if he yeah. could. No. Wow. Like, and well, the thing is about we haven't seen him be like when people talk about the Steelers quarterback situation. Well, right. they've got the worst quarterback situation by far in, in the division. You know, they got to compete yeah. with Deshaun Watson. Are you kidding me? That's a thing. Have you seen Deshaun Watson play lately? That's what seems to get overlooked a lot. Like, I understand, hey, if Rodgers hits, they'll be good. Yeah. Okay. If Watson hits, they'll be good. I trust Rodgers a thousand times more than I trust Watson to be good. Right. I mean, I've, he's good when he's out there. He just we've seen time. what twenty Watson. games now of Watson yeah. over the last two seasons not be good, and then at a six hundred day rest or whatever before that. Yeah. You know, so it's been five years, four years since he was good. I mean, this know? is like people say. You know, Russell Wilson is is still good. I don't see it. I it's, think they're like the same guy. They're like the almost. same guy. Neither right. one of them has been good for five years. Been fi- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're. Yeah, I, I hear you there. And, you know, back to the Steelers stuff, I don't know this for a fact. I'm not predicting the future, but I bet they get better quarterback play in 2024 than they do in 2023. Right. You know, I mean, even if it's just Kenny, I, he's going to take a – I would think he takes a small step forward. Could be somebody else that lights the world on fire. It could be Rudolph. It could be whoever, you know. But for the course of the season – the chances of their quarterback play being worse next year than this year, I think, is pretty slim. I would and, expect and it to be improved to some degree. Worse is... And I'm not even saying it was the worst in the league or anything, but I expect I don't it even to think, be better. Like, people were talking about Pickett like he was complete and utter trash last yeah. year. Like, he went out and threw 18 interceptions and had... Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about the touchdown passes, the lack of touch, I get it. Yeah. I get it 100%. But you also have to factor in the lack of turnovers. Right, 100%. And doing what it takes to win and right. you know, all those type of things. So I referenced Mike Lombardi a lot. I was listening to his podcast recently, and they were doing how this is nonsense season. And, and they talked about the field situation. They talked about Cousins to the Steelers. And he's like, folks, I can tell you right now, the Steelers still like Pickett. Yes, they'd like some competition for him. But they're not signing someone and just making him the starter no, and flushing Pickett not away. Not going to happen. You know, like, like, there's still stuff there. A lot of these like former GM types that have done this for that a living. actually like, understand right. how this stuff works. Yeah, you know, Randy Mueller's a big one. Him and Mike Sando do a podcast once a week, and he's like, "Pickett was my favorite one that that class." I still think he's got a lot to untapped potential. You can't just flush him. You know what I mean? No, it's there's gonna, and there's gonna be somebody else in the mix. I, of I course, saw, um, the kid, the guy who does uh, the thirty third team's quarterback. Yeah, Clawson, Derek Clawson. Yeah, he had a, a piece today talking about free agent signings, I think it was about the free agent quarterback market, and he's like, I don't know if Kenny Pickett ever starts another game for the Steelers. Really? Yeah, I don't think that's... I, I don't know that we're there. I don't either. I don't think the Steelers are there. They're certainly not there. No, I, no, can I think tell they're you very a, happy. They a think fact, they... we talked about it last week on our show, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then Jerry Dulac wrote the piece for the Post-Gazette over the weekend. Like, no, the St- like, how many times do the Steelers have to say, Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin comes out in a season-ending press conference, and he was asked point blank, is your starting quarter, is your quarterback on your roster right now? Yeah. And he said yes. <laughs> and there's only one. Well, there were two. at, oh, that, at that point. point. Right, Actually, right, there right. were three at that point, but now there's two. Okay. So, yeah, they feel like Mason Rudolph or... Kenny Pickett are going to be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. Again, you'd like to see what this looks like with Arthur Smith oh, 100%. running the show. Yes. I, I, you know, you have a lot invested in Pickett. There's certainly traits and things that he does on and off the field that you like. The production needs to be better. The numbers need to be better. But how much was that governed by don't turn it over or the system he was in and things like that? Well, we don't know. I mean... And what yet, I can the, assure the, people, though, is they look at him like he's an asset, not yes. like he's an anchor. You know, no. like, no, he's an asset to the team. He's 14 and 10 as a starter. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to be written. Yeah, I, I, I just like, again, people are talking about like, talking about it like it's just all, it's a foregone conclusion that he's mm-hmm. not going to be, you know, Boston, in the done, mix. Forget about him. Yeah. yeah, right. Like, you've seen 24 starts. You've seen 24 starts, and it wasn't all bad. I mean, that's for sure. And I expected a bigger step forward this year, as especially after the preseason. Yeah. But I still think it could be in them. I mean, I'm yeah. not just saying that because we're on this, you know, airwaves either. Like, I I see a lot there to build off of. And the preseason did happen last year. Yeah, and he was really sharp. Was and, really and so, sharp, you yeah. know, again, that, that that is there. It's the capability is there. We've seen it late in games. Mm-hmm. The capability is there. Yeah. Now it just has to become more consistent. And I don't care about the touchdown numbers. No, no, no. If they, if they go out and rush indicator. for 36 touchdowns this year and Kenny Pickett throws 15 touchdowns in 2024, I don't care. That's still a bunch of touchdowns. That's still a bunch of That's 51 and, yeah. touchdowns. You'll be fine. You'll be just fine, yeah. <laughs> and that could be the cards. Who knows? Um, I, I do think it'll be really interesting. We've talked fields to death. I mean, I would be interested in that move. But there's negatives to that, too. I mean, there's not an He's easy gonna, yeah. path here of just, I, oh, I, there's I, a quarterback, go get him. It's not a great year for that. To me, the two most likely scenarios, mm-hmm. the Steelers re-sign Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. And then you draft one. Okay. Or the Steelers sign Ryan Tannehill, and then you draft one. Yeah. I, those, I are the, those are the scenarios that yeah, I see. Yeah, if, if I'm betting in Vegas, that's... Would be my bets. Yeah, and they might not even draft one. They might not. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 they may so just that's say, the least you know, likely we'll... thing of the yeah. of the whole scenario to me. I mean, it'd have to be the right guy at the right time, as with all draft picks. But it would be nice to use a third rounder or one of those fourth on a guy that has some upside that can take some reps here and there. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think that's probably what will happen. And if I, the safe bet is Kenny's probably going to be the week one starter. Yeah, probably. And, you know, oh, by the way, your team went 5-1. and one. Like, this whole idea the Steelers can't compete in the AFC North mm-hmm. if they don't have this at quarterback. They don't have 4,000 yards and 25 touchdown passes at the quarterback position. Yeah. You haven't had that the last two seasons, and your record within the division is 8-4. and four. They have the best record yeah. within the division of any team. Mm-hmm. No, That's with Cincinnati. That's with Joe right. Burrow. They beat Joe Burrow. Right. They've consistently stretch, beaten Lamar right. Jackson. They've beaten the Browns. Mm-hmm. No, and that's step number one, obviously, You know, is to keep you in the mix. They've had great success in the division. And I don't know. I mean, is the quarterback situation ideal? Of course not. But 
I don't think it's dire or desperate either. Yeah, this, and this idea they that have they some past. have to get a quarterback, have to go get mm. some. Like, no. Well, yeah, they do have to. They, they I mean, will sign somebody. They'll have, have, four, when, they'll right, have right. four when they go to camp. They have one right now. Exactly. As it, when, when March 13th hits, it's going to be under contract. Yeah. There will be somebody else in that room. Yes. And there'll be a name. It's not yeah. going to be. You know, a, a whole bunch of undrafted free agents. But it ain't going to be Kirk Cousins. It's not going to be Cousins. It's not going to be not, Baker Mayfield. It's not gonna be Mayfield. Right. <laughs> I mean, and then you run out of names pretty quick. You know, Russell yeah. Wilson doesn't do much for me. Uh, that's for sure. Do you want Jimmy? I mean, Brissett uh, kind of interests me. I yeah. mean, maybe. You know, I'd kick the tires on those type of guys. But there's a couple of those options. But Fields is really the only swing for the fence scenario to me. And it's, you could swing and miss. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? I mean, again, we went over it last week. There's, there's a lot. I, I love, love Fields. Yeah. He's interesting. There's a, there's some things there that you really like. There's some things there that I really don't like. Yeah. You just don't know if they'll ever get cleaned up. Right. And that's just the reality of it. It is. There it is. And you're rolling the dice and you're trading picks. And you're trading picks. That's the thing I hate. It's just that I, I want that second round pick. I mean, I mean we've, we've done, we've done mock after mock. Mock after it's... mock. Are you willing to trade that second round pick and maybe more mm-hmm. to get that guy? Right. I mean that's a good corner or safety as you could start right would now. Would you would you give up Keanu Benton or Joey Porter Jr. for right. maybe Justin Fields figuring things up? Yeah. Out. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. I mean that's that's a tough call because and then you got to pay him too. Right. You're right. I'm I'm intrigued, but it's not a slam dunk decision for me. No. I mean, again, uh, you know, if there's if there's multiple teams bidding for for Justin Fields, mm-hmm. I'm probably not in it. Right. If it's well, that second and fifth's not enough. We need to bump it up to some second next year's third. I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't know about that. I'll, I'll hang tight on that. Yeah, because I wonder if that gets happening. I wonder if he gets traded soon. They don't have to. I they mean, don't, they there's can, no they rush. Can, yeah, they've got plenty of cap space. Mm-hmm. They could take it right up to the draft and yeah. wait for the highest bidder. They could wait and see yeah. what what happens in the quarterback. Maybe the Steelers get shut out in the quarterback market. Oh, they could. And then they say, okay, now we got to go do something like mm-hmm. this. I just would think if think I'm the team happen. trading for fields, I want to do it as soon as possible to get them acclimated. Right. You know I mean, as the, the new team. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see. That's what we should be really interesting. Absolutely. Then a lot of that stuff starts to happen at the combine because everybody's there. Everybody's there. Right now, everyone's in their bunker. Yeah. You know, like it's a bad time for scuttlebutt. You know, it's lying season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Um, so uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. Again, we'll do our mock draft where we get one trade. Yeah, yeah. We have to be very judicious with what, what we what we accept and what we don't. We might we might make one in the first round. Maybe we'll make Maybe one in the we'll second round. Who knows? Those second round picks can be some. Oh, there, yeah, it's a good spot. They can too. be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll be back to do that, and then of course we'll have a show Friday next week. Well, I got the schedule here for the combine stuff and. We are on it's the air. Nine to four is nine to four every day. Well, yeah. nine to four Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, and Thursday, and then nine to two on Friday. Uh, you'll hear uh, myself and Matt. You'll hear Wes uh, Mueller and Arthur Motes, mm-hmm. and we'll also be joined by Jerry Dulac and Max Starks as well. So we've got a full cast of characters stuff, out yeah. in Indianapolis. That's Can't wait for that. It's a blast. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but for our show today, for my partner Matt Williamson. Uh, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.